Hi everyone, my name is Audrey. And my name is Hannah. Welcome to the first podcast of Sage Hills Girls Empowerment Movement, GEMFest. Today we will be discussing the GEM philosophy with our founders, Eliza and Carly. Please feel free to introduce yourselves and say hello to our listeners. Hi, I'm Eliza. And I'm Carly. And okay, now let's get started. So our first question is, what inspired you both to start GEMFest at Sage? So I think for me is that when I was in middle school, I feel like I had a lot of different interests and I wasn't really sure what exactly I wanted to do. And obviously when you're in middle school, that's all that future stuff seems, it's really far away. You don't have to know what you want to do yet, but it is good to like, be able to explore your new interests and what you like. So I was really interested in entrepreneurship and um, I loved like the beauty and fashion industries. And I was like already getting really excited about those things. Um, and so I think in high school, when we were starting GEMFest, one of my motivations was kind of creating a space for girls who kind of wanted to start exploring their interests early on and seeing what they're into and looking, being able to have, awesome role models that were doing those things. And also I think another aspect of GEMFest other than meeting adult women is also meeting girls who are in high school and who are like out there starting things and doing things as well. So really creating that space for middle school girls um, was really important to all of us when we founded GEMFest. Um, yeah, definitely. I definitely feel the same way as Liza and had those same thoughts in mind when we started forming a group and like us along with Hannah and Ashani and Capri um, and Lily, we all kind of founded it together and each like added in our own like different things that we both all felt like passionate about. And I definitely think like having role models to be able to look up to from a young age is definitely something I thought was really cool about starting gym and like just opening up like these young girls and, and boys eyes in our community to like the different um, possibilities of what they can do when they grow up or even now. Awesome. So what is the gem philosophy in your eyes? The gem philosophy to me is, so our main thing as we all know is bringing girls together and empowering women and empowering girls and like doing it through connecting people, which is really important. So I think that part of the gem philosophy is making connections. And that's something that's been really important to me and something that I've really held with me as an adult and in college as well. So I think bringing people together is really important to the gem philosophy because, you know, you're not going to get to meet these people every day and also bringing it together, a diverse group of women and men and whoever else, um, I think that's really important, especially like as we look from when we started GEM to like the last couple of years, I feel like bringing together a diverse group of people has become increasingly important. I know we've talked about like, oh, how do we get boys involved? We've added more um, boy members as well, like in the club, which is amazing. So I think, yeah, part of the, a huge part of the GEM philosophy is bringing people together because that's really, you learn the most from like seeing and watching your peers and like even just like as my friend group, bringing people together um, and like having the women who are around me like lift me up, just like within my friend group is super important. So then like expanding that as well. 
Yeah. And to add on to that, I think also like educating the community, whether it be the young boys and girls that were in, that came to GemFest or um, even the kids at Sage Hill, I think we definitely like wanted to bring like female empowerment to the Sage Hill campus and just get everybody kind of started and involved in like learning more about what that means and like how you can implement it into your own life. When creating GEM, what is the main message that you wanted to get across to younger girls? So a main message that I think we really like wanted to get across to all the young people in our community is like the idea that um, you can have a role, mo- role model in like any industry and in any like um, passion or that you have, you can, there is somebody there that is like, that could be like you and like deciding what your passion is and like what you want to do in life, like having being surrounded by like-minded people who are there to support you and encourage you along with you. And like, you're not alone in that, like you could do whatever you set your mind to. Yeah. I'm just going to go off of what Carly said. Our goal is to bring girls or I guess was, but we're still part of it. I feel like so our goal was to bring show girls people who they might not know who are like them, who are doing things that they didn't even know were maybe a career path, didn't know that girls who looked like them or women who looked like them were able to do that. So yeah, just showing girls they can do anything. Um, Yeah, Carly pretty much covered that. So how did you first approach the idea of creating Gem Fest? So I think, so when we started Gem, it like didn't have a name. Um, Carly actually thought of the name, fun fact. Um, thank you, Carly. Um, but it was a faculty led project and we knew it was going to be something with girls empowerment, but we didn't really know what it was going to look like and like what that would be because, you know, just like make a festival out of thin air. So, um, yeah, I guess turning it into a festival, first of all, the name Gem Fest is like, it's fun. It's like a festival is something that's like really dynamic and there's like a lot going on. So I think, that we were like, how can we like bring everything that we want into this one day? And that's kind of how the festival idea. Yeah. And kind of building off of that, um, presenting like female empowerment to like in educating the community in a more like fun and like I said, like dynamic way that gets people more excited about it. And um, it kind of gave, gave everybody a day to look forward to and kind of like all come together and celebrate it too. So what was your original idea and is it similar or different than what um, GemFest eventually became to be? So like in the beginning, we had this like big sticky note situation and like literally it changed, it changed so many times. Like there were a lot of like iterations, like what's this going to look like? Because you have to keep people excited. You don't want people getting bored. So it definitely like I don't know what the original original one was but there were like in my mind like this big like sticky note board comes into my head because we had like all these different ideas and so yeah I definitely took um, a bunch of different forms at first like a lot of iterations um, and then like when we first had the very first gen fest that we were part of um, that was really exciting because it was like coming together but I think now like what the next classes have done is like really kind of taken it to the next level. Yeah, especially with like adding the ambassador program and stuff like that. So it definitely has evolved, which is 
totally what you want to happen when you start something for it to evolve and get better and better every year. So, yeah. And when we first like came together as a group, we, I would say like having an annual, like one day event was always like the thing we had in mind. Like it never, we never really like, not to my memory. We never really discussed another thing at first. Um, so, so yeah, in terms of like gem fest, we, that was always our like first priority. And then like adding on those other events, like that, that those ideas definitely came later. And our first year was mainly just trying to put on that one day. And like, we just wanted an event where we had speakers and workshops and what that ultimately came together as was a, a festival kind of day. Yeah, so that leads in great to the next question. How did you make connections with speakers for Gem? Okay, so um, <laughs> yeah, definitely our first year, we spent so much time just like cold emailing, cold calling. We made a whole spreadsheet on Google Docs where we all would type, we all like put in names of people who we wanted, we were interested in hearing speak. We put like, whole range of people from like people we personally knew to like celebrities or like athletes and then we just went to work with like trying to find all their contact information and just started like I remember each um, meeting we would like each assign um, like 10 people to reach out to and we all just send emails all day yeah it was a lot of cold emailing for sure um and then it's also kind of adding on to that is looking at like what do we like what kind of people do we want because like I talked about before we really want like a diverse group of people and a, a diverse group of women so yeah it was definitely about like we kind of there's like part of it is like okay we're gonna kind of like take whoever we can get mentality because like we don't really have skin in the game yet but then it's also like we to a certain degree like we still have this like image and like idea we want to go for so making sure they uphold the gem philosophy and the gem brand, if you will. So, yeah, I remember, um, so I guess 2019, when I was a senior, um, one of the speakers I reached out to is Victoria Garrick, who she's grown a lot since then, like with her social media presence, which is really awesome. But I just like saw her on Instagram and she was posting about like mental health and body positivity. And I was like, oh my gosh, this girl is awesome. So I literally like DM'd her on Instagram. I think I like messaged her on LinkedIn. Like I like really was like I needed to get this um, woman to speak. So yeah, definitely like social media has also come in handy with that. But yeah, a lot of just you just have to like sell yourself and say like this is our thing. This is why it's awesome, and we're not paying you, but please come. So yeah. Did your dedication to women's empowerment affect your decisions of either where you went to college or what your major is? So definitely for me, I I don't know if the actual decision of where I went to college, like I don't know if I could say that, but I think one thing that I experienced just at Sage and then also with doing GEM was like having this really strong sense of community. Um, so that's kind of, and that's something I wanted at my school. So I definitely found that here. At, I go to WashU, by the way. Um, but definitely my major, um, so right now I'm intending on majoring in marketing with a second major in women, gender, and sexuality studies. So yes, very, um, very much influential on my major, but um, yeah, so I'm 
not to go on a little tangent about my major, but I feel like for me, um, I definitely wanted to like do humanities and focus on like learning more about feminism and women and gender and sexuality and history. And then also combining it with a marketing major, which is like more on the business side. I feel like marketing towards women is, has been so like problematic in the past. And so I feel like having almost these two like combating majors is like a really interesting combination. And I feel like with doing gem, we're like, you are kind of doing marketing and like business stuff. And then it's also combining my passion of like empowering women. So that's kind of where this mishmash landed me in terms of my major. That's amazing. I love that you're spreading role models and such for girls at such a young age, how you really um, got to see role models and that affected your future. And it's great to see how that um, you, by providing GEMFest, can give some role models to younger girls and see how that, where that may take them in the future. And we were just curious, how do you want the new GEM team to inspire and embody women's empowerment that others haven't done in the past? Well, I think one thing that we, I know we mentioned this before, but like just having like more boys on the gem team is really exciting. Like we had, um, when we were seniors, Ezga was our boy member and now it's like expanded, which is really cool. Um, but I guess, I mean, right now, I think being in high school right now is like, or just being a student right now is like really, um, an interesting experience, I think, because you're in school and you're like doing this new type of learning and then there's also so much like that's coming to light in our society right now that you know like you guys are like first of all you're not that much younger than us obviously so I'm not trying to be like like, the elder whatever but um like you guys are like so aware of what's going on as well like we're all on social media we're all seeing the news and stuff like that so I think um in terms of empowering women, like, I know I keep talking about diversity, but that's extremely important to me. And I know that's important to you as well. But I think, yeah, looking at things from like a different perspective and like, yes, let's empower women and girls, but also like, I guess expanding that out in a way and like looking at how we can almost use that to like create a like better and more equitable society which is like such a big thing to think about but it is possible to do especially because like with sage like you can you know it doesn't have to be the changing the entire world but like focusing on our community so i guess yeah just like things are really different right now and so i think adapting to that through and like seeing how we can empower people in a even better way and like connect to people more so Yes. Um, And taking a bit of a different like look at it, um, I definitely agree with everything Eliza just said, but also um, just having this kind of like, like you guys providing all this education and information during this time of uncertainty for people could kind of be like comforting for these young girls who are growing up in this time and like um, trying to go to school during this time, just looking for something like a role model something to learn new to learn about I definitely think this is a great way to like keep people informed and kind of provide almost like a light in someone's day or just something new that somebody could um, listen into or learn about and um, honestly like for me as well like 
thinking about my future right now, like that gives me something to like look forward to. And um, like, I think something like this is like also something that younger people can look forward to and just educate themselves on so that when things do start to go back to normal, um, they'll kind of have this there for them. What was your favorite event or idea that has occurred in the past and why? So I think, okay, I just love both of our GemFest experiences. The first one was the first GemFest we had was definitely like such an amazing memory for us. Like I remember how proud we felt at the end of the day. We were like, I remember at the end of that day, we were like almost had like a sense of relief and like excitement because everything went to plan and it all like turned out how we envisioned it to be. But also with the second GemFest, we felt like so much more organized and it turned out even better than the first one we felt. And um, so both were like equally really great. And I know we both were really proud of ourselves at the end of each one, but those days are like also like so exciting. And then at the end of the day, we're like so relieved, but also like so happy with all the work we did. Yeah. And to narrow that down a little bit, I think some highlights for me, our second gem fest, Cammie Crawford was the keynote, the opening keynote speaker. And she just like started the day off with so much energy and so much like inspiration. And I think that's like an amazing memory um, was getting to watch her speak and like watching how the audience reacted. And I think like for us, like planning it, there's so much like, like craziness that goes on behind the scenes. And then you get to the day and you just like really want people to like be enjoying it. So just like watching like right at like when it starts, like watching people like start to get excited is really fun and then also another fun memory um our second year um I was the moderator for the social media panel and that was really fun because a lot of the women on that panel I follow on social media and like got to reach out to and have them come so that was really fun for me just like be able to like be on stage and like kind of interacting with them and also like seeing seeing how the audience looks really cool okay I love that and then next how long did it take for Gem to evolve from an idea to the event? And when did you first come up with the idea? And how long before the first event did planning begin? We all applied since it started as a faculty-led project. We all applied at the end of our sophomore year to be in the group. But like nothing was like established yet as to what it was going to be. We just knew it was about like female empowerment and stuff like that. Um, And so I remember right after we were accepted, um, we pretty much started planning that summer. Yeah, I think like once service learning kicked off, it was like, like the date, the date had already been set in like the master stage calendar because you have to like book those rooms and those spaces really early on. So the date had been chosen. It was like first end of April. Yeah. Yeah. so I think it was like, like I feel like August to April, like like right before, like we were probably planning the entire time. But I think another thing about it, because like we mentioned before, it was still like taking shape um, and everything like that. It was like in the beginning, there's it just feels really overwhelming because like, where do you even start? I think now like with the next gem um, team classes, like that there's almost more of like a, a template ish which like 
still so tough to like just start from scratch every time. But yeah, I think especially like the first year, like we were like, we literally have no idea what we're doing. So it's kind of like, uh, there's like a picking up, like first it's kind of like a slow start because you just have to like get your thoughts organized even. And then once you actually like set things in motion, like the planning is a lot um, smoother. So. Yeah. And we definitely like wanted to get a pretty early start because we knew it was going to be a lot of planning and organizing for when we had the the date set. We had to get a lot done before then. So the first Gem Fest was in 2018 and you guys started planning in 2017, which is like the year before. That sounds right. Yes, 2017. Oh, yeah. It was in the spring. Okay. <laughs> awesome. The gears in my brain had a turn for a second. What was the hardest part of creating the event? And what obstacles did you reach during planning it? And how did you move past these obstacles? I think um, one thing that instantly comes to mind is that you're working with people. And a lot of the time, they're coming for free. And so people who have like jobs and careers it's not necessarily like as much as like they are excited about it. It's not necessarily their priority to like come to this random school. They don't know what it is. So I think we definitely had, have had cancellations like both years when we were on the gem team. Um, and I feel like we must've gotten replacements um, or we just would have like one less person. But I think, yeah, like those are, are definitely obstacles that I, remember it's just people canceling um and then you just have to get a new person or figure it out so that's what we did yeah um definitely like in the first year like sending all the cold emails and stuff and not getting responses or getting no's is like definitely um obstacles we encountered a lot and it's it's um not the most fun feeling when you get no's or nobody responds to your like thoughtful email but um, that just makes getting the yeses like even more exciting and um, like special because it it takes a lot of no it took a lot of no's to get a yes and so and that's also like how we knew like those people who did respond and stuff they were like going to be really great. Okay, so were there any ideas that um, either of you or the rest of the founders had that didn't occur during your time at Gem? that you would want us to pursue in the future? Good question. I would want to add. I know there was talk about like, I don't know if it was whose idea, but like, it was like, oh, maybe we should have like a choir, like a dance group perform to open the day. And that never happened. Um, but like, I, I think that could be fun. Like a little opening number, a little dramatic start. Um, I think of. Yeah, what I think of is it was um, in our second year and um, Nicole Motherway was like thinking of, and I think she might have done a couple, but she was doing these little videos of us. Like it was like some of it was like about the gem team, but there were others that were like little YouTube videos of like how to like, or like it was like advice for um, like middle schoolers or how... <laughs> Do you remember, Liza, what it was? Yeah, it was like, there was some, like, like, about, like, social media and, like, not comparing yeah. yourself. And, like, yeah, yeah and, like, that totally, yeah. advice 
And I thought that that was really cute, but I think it only, we only made a couple of them, but I think that would yeah. be like a really cute idea moving forward. And yeah, also and like, like behind the scenes stuff could be cute too. Yeah. And Definitely like, I was that. very into the social media. Like I ran the Instagram and stuff. So I love to see when the Instagram's very active and like getting people to like participate and yeah. I like it. I like to use it as a way to get people excited for the event. So I like to see when it's active and people are engaging with it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Awesome. So why did you want to place your focus on the age group of middle school girls? I was like really awkward in middle school. And like, I don't So Carly and I have known each other literally since birth, by the way. So fun fact. Um, so, like, I don't know if Carly would remember me as being awkward or if, like, we just were both weird, so, like, it was fine. But, like, I was, like, really insecure in middle school, honestly. Like, I think it's just such, and I think everyone goes through that, but it's such, like, there's, it's such a weird time in your life. And so I think that's when you need a lot of guidance. And I think that's, like, definitely why I would want to target middle school girls. Also, when I was in middle school, I thought, like, high school girls were, like, so old and cool and like so like just that is fun too like having high like middle school girls meet high school girls even not necessarily like these adult women I think that's um another really fun thing so yeah just like such a weird time you need some some guidance yeah I definitely think the same things like middle school is a hard time in a lot of people's lives and just having a little extra support and guidance is always nice and also kind of bridging that path of between middle school and high school just makes it a little more a little easier and a little less intimidating for those kids and then what did you do to help gem become as successful as it is today okay um first of all i love like them being successful like I love that um I think like especially with our second year we were a lot more confident and we kind of knew what we were doing and also granted all of this that we've been saying the whole time we had a lot of adult guidance as well just so you know like there's a lot of stuff that goes into like planning stuff at stage that we wouldn't have known how to do and like who to contact so that in mind um, I think our second year we were a lot more confident and also Carly and I were the co-presidents and we worked really well together and we put a lot of time and effort even just like planning our weekly meetings. We'd plan like an agenda and stuff like that. And so I think that our partnership our senior year was really um, helped like keep the team guided, especially because we had a lot more people as well. Um, and that was like something that we had to learn how to navigate and like, how do we like lead a bigger group? How do we like lead when we have this like title? Like, what does that mean? So I think, yeah, I think we worked really well together and that helped the team like have good camaraderie and like stay on task and stuff like that. Yeah. And I feel like all we'd always just hoped that Jem would continue with like a group of kids who were just as passionate as we were when we first created it because it took a lot of effort to put on the first gem fest and we were so proud and we were like we really hoped that this would become like a an annual sage hill event in the future so I, we are de we're definitely like all of us ashani lily hannah capri included 
um, we're just so excited to see it still like thriving and keep getting better every year. Um, and when we were on it, I feel like our main focus was just setting like a great foundation so that it could be a replicable, replicable um, thing at Sage. And um, we definitely just wanted it to keep progressing and getting better and better throughout the years. All right, so last question. What can we as the new GEM team do to help pursue the original dream and philosophy of GEM that you all have created? Keeping people connected during this time is really important and you're obviously, we're right here doing that, which is really fun. Um, so yeah, I think that as the GEM team, it's all about creativity right now and like focusing on what new thing you can bring to the table. And I think you're already on that path. So that's amazing. Um, but yeah, just like keeping it going and staying connected and still providing something um, for the community during this time. And then obviously beyond that, um, just I think working together and like not being afraid to like put out like a crazy idea or like something that you didn't think you could do is really important and like listening to your fellow gem team members because you don't know people might have like a hidden talent a hidden thing that could work and be part of gem so yeah and i feel like gem is just so much more than like a annual event and i think especially during these times where um events or get people gathering in large groups is like not uh not something that we can do right now just still trying to get the message out there of lifting each other up during these times supporting each other and just providing kind of this outlet for people as well is like and doing it in a creative way is, is really important and um just keeping the the values of gym and just really like spreading all this positivity and empowerment. We really appreciate your time today to assist us in creating this podcast. And we hope that this information will help educate those interested in GEM. Thank you so much. And we hope to speak soon. Thank you. Thank you.